Hello everyone and welcome to episode 126 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host Risky the Kid and joining me this week are not my uh, my my main two co-hosts, not the co-hosts I've had for the past two-ish years. Uh, these fellas are two people from an old podcast that some of you might remember as Risky Radio. Joining me this week, I have the accent offending uh, tracksuit wearing sunglasses so you can read everything that's on his monitor. Uh, Waterloo, welcome to the show. Hello everybody, it's Waterloo. I am excited to be here, flown all the way in from Russia just for this. <sighs> well, you know, that didn't take long, so nope. uh, that's <laughs> what I'm looking for. And my other guest host, the FPS master, the backpack for the whole podcast back in the day. Mr. OMG, it's Shopa. Hi guys, how we doing? Glad to be back. It's been a really long time, so looking forward to it. It's real weird. Yeah. It's all it's all sitting down to do this. It's been a uh, it's been some time. It's a lot yeah. different going from all three of us being in a singular room with one microphone <laughs> to oh live streaming onto Twitch from all our separate homes. So yeah. I was gonna say if. Uh, Maybe we could have lasted a little longer if we didn't try cramming into a eight by eight shoebox that was just like nine hundred and fifty degrees, all talking into the same microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Our lives might have been a little more comfortable, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit, but <laughs> but hey, we're here now. You guys are here. I am excited. Hope you guys are excited as well. I'm ecstatic. Um. All right. Well, you know, not much to cover this week. It's not a. Uh, nothing nothing special behind besides my guest hosts this week so uh let's get right into another week in gaming what have we all been getting into let's uh shopa i'm gonna start with you because you're playing something that i know pretty much nothing about besides it's a a harry potter battle royale i think you keep yeah and every time i play it you say (laughs) what you playing harry and i'm just like sitting here giggling while i'm trying to play it's there's no wands there's nothing of the sort you're playing some uh, spell break. This is a uh, PC only, correct? Uh, no, I believe it is out on uh, at least Xbox. I know because I believe it's crossplay. We're trying to get to it. Um, so, uh, but I've been playing with one of my uh, friends, uh, Risen Dark Knight. Um, it is a, a first-person quote-unquote shooter. Um, we're playing on PC, um, and he calls it Harry Potter because you do cast abilities and <laughs> spells so i can i understand why it's so far like it that. sounds sounds like harry potter so far but uh-huh. the, the base of the game is it's obviously a battle royale you drop in roughly between like 38 and 45 players a lot of the times the lobbies are a, a little different and uh, you start the game with a gauntlet and your gauntlet has you know one basic ability and then one spell that you can cast with a cooldown um, and then the point of the game is to loot up you can get a second gauntlet that allows you, obviously, other abilities and then combinations with the original gauntlet you brought in. So, say you brought in a toxic gauntlet and you grab a fire gauntlet, you can, you know, explode that toxic cloud to do even more damage. Um, okay. You can get, you know, boots, give you more movement speed, obviously. A belt can give you armor. And then a, um amulet can make it so you can cast your abilities quicker and stuff like that. You also get um, a rune, which is kind of like an ability you can use. Fly, jump, go invisible, stuff like that. 
How um, many uh, how many people are in this? Or in um, each each match. So b- between like thirty eight and forty five is what I've been seeing. Um, okay. They have duos and trios and singles at this moment. No quads or anything like that. I feel like that would be way too many people as it is anyways. Um, so so it probably is like a forty five count if you got trios. It's like fifteen yeah. teams of three maybe. Yeah, trying to get there. I think the lowest lobby I got in, which was really cool, was like eighteen with a duo. So you're almost ob- you're automatically like top ten, which was great. That's what I remember. I don't even know who I was playing with at this point, but we got a war zone, war zone, yeah, a war zone lobby with like fifteen people in it or yep. something one time. It was you like, did, what? We didn't see anybody for the first like ten minutes. Yeah, dude, incredible. Yeah, we, we dropped in and we just did. We tried to do all the flags to see where the last circle. So you can figure out where the last there. circle is. Yep, for sure. Um, so um, and then one of the one of the cool aspects of this is. When you go to drop in, there's no kind of like plane or anything like that. It gives you. Do you fly small... in on a broomstick? I was say he uses his Nimbus. <laughs> he uses Nimbus nine thousand, two thousand. Why did I agree to do this? Like, you <laughs> I should have put this one here. Um, no, so it gives you it gives you an area, um, different little areas that you can drop in that are pretty much randomized, and it kind of shows you if it's if it's lit up, it means that nobody's dropping in that area. But then there's also what's called mana vaults on the ground, and these mana vaults spawn randomly throughout the game and um it's like a epic chest that gives you like legendary gear and stuff like that so those are usually um highly sought after especially at the very beginning when like nobody has good gear um and then it's just it's your typical typical battle royale circle comes in um first damage first damage is i think a tick a second and then two and four and kind of goes up from there um, so early in the game, the, the circle really isn't too terribly important, but later in the game, it'll definitely tick you pretty hard. So right. I don't know. I, I've been having fun. I'm not the best at first-person shooters on PC. Um, Is there controller yet. support, do you know? I do not know. I haven't tried it yet. I should. But I think... So um, the abilities and stuff... Um, you use obviously like your uh, left click is your primary gauntlet um, basic attack, and then your right click is your secondary gauntlet basic attack. And then Q and E on the keyboard are both your spells for each gauntlet. So I think those would have to be the triggers and the bumpers, bumpers probably, on Xbox. Yeah. So I don't know if that would get weird. I feel like if I was on my controller and trying to like shoot at people, I'd just be hitting left trigger trying to aim in no matter what I was doing. Yeah, so, no, that's definitely weird because there's not like an ADS. Yeah, and there there isn't an ADS. The only ADS there is is if there's one gauntlet where if you hold um, the basic attack, it zooms in kind of like the a sniper, sniper shot, gauntlet, uh, which is really hard to hit. And I haven't figured out like the lead or if it's where it's hit scan or anything like that yet. So I tend to not use that one anyway. Can you imagine how much more deadly Voldemort would have been if his wand was a sniper <laughs> wand? Get that sniper shot going. I mean, I don't think he had to be any more deadly. He was pretty. Uh, yeah, he got the job done, I suppose. Pretty, pretty deadly as it was. So, yep, um, but so yeah, it it's fun. You know, it's one of those it's one of those BRs where like you get into it, it, it's it's fun. It's tough. You loot up. You don't die instantly. The time to kill is actually pretty high for oh, most no. BR games. Sounds horrible and, for me. And like I've run, you've run into like duos who just both get fly and you get them down to like half HP and then they just fly away and you can't catch them, which gets annoying. Um, but it, it's not, no spells it's not like, like a COD where like you spend 10 minutes looting up and then this guy snipes you from the top of a building and you're out of the game. 
So I kind of like that aspect a little bit. Um, yeah, that's cool. You, you definitely feel a, a decreased time to kill on higher level players. They know what they're doing. They know the combos they have to hit, and you can get smacked. Right. But most of the fights you get into are pretty, like, you know, both players are pretty mediocre at the game. And, you know, um, it, 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 it it's fun. But it also you can get really, really angry really, really quickly if you just have a couple of, like, bad games in a row, just like any VR. So. I was going to say, like, like any of them. But yeah. I, uh, I think the real question here, though, is what is it called when you get a win in this game? You did it, Harry. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're a Harry. wizard, Harry. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's super Hager lackluster. Hagrid just pops out. <laughs> Give no, an envelope with a letter <laughs> inviting you to Hogwarts. <laughs> We should recommend that to them. Just be like, you <laughs> need to like. They fly off on a broom to like Hogwarts, and it's like the end of the gauntlet. Um, no, like I, I feel like sometimes you like get the last kill, and you barely even notice it's the last kill. Like there have been a ton of times where we've been like playing, and then like you're in a fight with somebody, and then like you lose the fight, and then you notice that it was the last team. So oh, if you okay. lost the fight, you would have lost though. So if so if we won the team if we won that fight we would have won. But have you like, won a game yet? Yes, we've got a couple of wins. Okay. I've got some cheesy solo wins where it I doesn't do too much. Yeah, you just killed the last guy on the map. Yeah, the after like, person you, you saw. You can, you can like throw abilities from really far away if the last two people are fighting, and then just kind of like get a huge advantage because they haven't been able to heal yet. You just got to use the elder wand to snipe them. Yes, mm -hmm. and then use your cloak of invisibility. Invisibility. I like it. Um. Use so, the Marauder's no, I, map to get around. It's all, yeah, yeah. This is all clicking. This sounds like an awesome yeah. game. Yeah, you like Harry Guardian Potter, this game for you. <laughs> um, I but, can't uh, wait for all the people that go to check out this game and then show up and are like, this has nothing, nothing to do with Harry Potter. As long as Hermione Granger's there, I'll be game. Ayo! Hey My character kind of does look like her, red-haired, yada yada. S set her up that way on purpose. Yeah. Um, cool, though. I mean, that sounds... Sounds alright. How much? It's uh, fun. It's different. Uh, how it's, much? Do you it's know? free to play. Free to play. Sweet. Is there Ooh, a battle yeah. pass or cosmetics you can buy? That kind of stuff. I'm assuming. Um, there are in-game cosmetics you can use through okay. in-game currency, but um, so no microtransactions. As far as Michael, I, if, if there are micro, God, that's such an old <laughs> joke. <laughs> if there are any microtransactions, they haven't enticed me enough yet because I'm okay. the king of paying for stuff that I don't need to pay for. Yeah, you are. Um. So he's growing uh, up. No, and it's 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 super cosmetic stuff. Your right. your little trail when you fall, your trail when you fly. Different broom colors. Can you get an owl? Can you get an owl as a companion? Or a no, cat? I, there are no uh, there are no owl companions. There, no there are these little shards that follow you, but no. Uh, yes, like, this is actually on. This is on. Uh, uh epic. Epic Games Launcher now, isn't it? I think it's Epic Games Launcher. I think it was on Steam, and it just went to uh, Epic Games. Epic as well, or Epic exclusively? Because Epic, Epic exclusively. To do that. Yep, there you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was because I went to try to get it for um, a day. It wasn't working for me, um, and that's one thing I'll say after. But for, yeah, for a day it wasn't working for me. I went to Steam to try and download it, and it said it was Epic exclusively. Um, okay. But it's it's similar to a problem I had. If you have a problem with like loading up this game, it tells you not to. Uh, it can't load it up. You, there's like a anti cheat software that you have to download. Well, I mean um, that's good. I guess. So yeah, I mean that's great. I don't think I've run into like somebody who seems like they're cheating. Anybody who kills me quickly is usually high leveled. So, right. um, but because I didn't have that downloaded, 
it wouldn't let me into the game. Okay, so I had so to a good, do a little 10-minute Google search to figure out. Good PSA to anybody out there that wants yeah. to uh, give this a shot and can't figure out why they can't play it. Yep, if it's not working, try to make sure that either your drivers are updated for it or your um, anti-cheat is downloaded. Word. Yeah, and if you're a cheater, just move on. Yes, go if back to Warzone. If you're <laughs> no, they don't want them over there either. Well, they're not doing anything to stop them, so. Yeah, hey, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> All right, you uh, you good with your spell break talk? Heck yeah, I'm not going to get any more Harry Potter jokes in. No, we'll, we'll definitely be finding uh, nice places to sneak those in the rest of the podcast, Harry. Perfect. Um, all right, so Waterloo, you've yep. been playing a little game called Warsaw. Um, when I first saw this game, I was like, this is Darkest Dungeon. You can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> so what's going on with this game? Uh, pretty much. I mean, it definitely... Uh will give you that Darkest Dungeon feel to it um, with the way that combat's set up. Uh, but from there, that's kind of the only... Um, that and the home base is kind of like the only real similarities between them that I was gathering. Uh, because in Darkest Dungeon, you have a line of four people, and you can move them in order. Uh, other than that, this one, you actually can take cover. There's Instead of being four lines, there's actually like six so there's a lot more strategy going into it when you're facing your enemies. Is it like a? It, are they just in a s- straight line, like uh, they yeah. were in Darkest Dungeon? Still, yeah, there is a straight line, but there's there's two sets of that line, so you can have basically there's a, a back and a front line. Okay, um, so, so you can move levels, them up levels and down. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. um, and then you can move them around. You can put down um, barriers in front of you. Um, and your attacks also, kind of like in Darkest Dungeon, your attacks will either attack like two squares at once or four squares. Uh, so that similarity is, is there too, but in Darkest Dungeon, how you actually have the um, the, the terror meter, I think it is, or you can get like horrified? Hor- horrified. Horrified, thank you. Um, you can get horrified. I was trying to play into a Harry Potter joke. Harryfied. Obviously, obviously <laughs> I didn't hate work. you guys still. Um, uh, <laughs> But uh, you can get horrified. Um, in this one, there is, there's really none of that, so your people can't really go insane. At least I haven't came across it yet, but I feel like that would have been a mechanic that was played out very in the beginning. Uh, so it's set in uh, the French kind of revolution part of the war. Uh, you're just trying to survive, get get on with uh, helping defeat the damn Nazis. Um, <laughs> those damn Nazis. Those damn God, Nazis. Uh, Got it. Killing, killing Nazis. Um, it's it's pretty fun though. Um, you get a v- wide variety of characters so far, um, and also the other thing that's different is um, each person gets three attacks per round, so you could attack with that same person three times. Oh dang! Or you can like uh, attack with, you know, however. Say you have four people, you can attack with the four different people or the one person three times. Um, so that's kind of different. Also, and it's not, uh, there's no, um, basically, one person, just because you're fast doesn't make you go first. It's um, one turn, their turn, your turn, their turn, their, your turn, their turn, um, until the round's over. Uh, so that's so kind it's of just like back other, and forth? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's different. Yeah, so that's the other kind of, little bit of a difference with Darkest Dungeon. Uh, but I, I definitely like it. I like the art style. Uh, it's all, like, hand-drawn looking stuff, which is gorgeous. Um, that was the def- other thing is that even the like the artwork even reminded me of like hand drawn darkest dungeon style just mm-hmm. more World War Two and less scary dungeon 
death, <laughs> dang, goblins, dark. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I like it. I've definitely been having some fun with it. And, and uh, you're, you're, are you playing this uh, on the Switch? Indeed. It's okay. definitely a Switch game. I've been getting a little bit more use out of my Switch uh, with this one and our next title. Um, but all in all, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's as punishing as Darkest Dungeon was. Um, right. But there is definitely... Um, is there... I've, like permadeath el- permadeath elements like if you lose characters they are gone gone yep uh, i've okay. had, to, had to start over um that's the other cool thing too is when you start over so say if you gotten you unlocked like four characters but you decide to start over you get a choice of three characters that you can start out the oh, okay. uh, revolution with cool so if you found someone you really like you're like you know what i screwed this one over let me start again, but I get to pick that guy right off the bat, which is really right. nice. That's good, especially for someone like you that I think literally has restarted XCOM <laughs> and other games like this like hundreds of times. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll even throw it back to like Stardew Valley. I feel like you had like 17 saves or something stupid. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, you just you love know. starting over to maximize. Yeah, maximize. you know, you, you like find it. out like, oh, if I do it this way, I'm going to be set better off. No, you know? exactly. And if you're not watching like guides and stuff, a lot of that stuff you're not going to learn till halfway through. And then you're like, man, if I started the game with someone else or built this class a different way, yeah. I would be having way more fun and be yeah. much more successful than I am now. Uh, thanks for saying that too. You can upgrade your characters, uh, get okay. like um, special like you can increase their crit chance onto it. You can increase their accuracy, um, increase like damage for like fire damage and things like that, which is really kind of unique to it. I like that aspect. And that also a little bit of RPG. Yeah. element to it. And I was saying that also makes it even worse when you have leveled somebody up and then they die. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's when you uh, either save scum or start all over again because you're so fr- super frustrated. Right. Um, uh, I haven't really had to save scum at all in the game, so that's kind of nice. Uh, but how many but times have you started over? over? Only like three times, I think. Maybe. <laughs> how long have you been playing this two? game? Like a week? Uh, yeah, about a week. <laughs> Uh, how many, three, how many three times, times have you actually started over, Leo? Three times. Yeah, uh, we'll go with three times. Yeah, we'll go with three. All right, we're sticking we'll with three. Okay. Stick with, the, stick with the first uh, assumption there. Three times. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend if you guys like Darkest Dungeon, you like tactical games, if you uh, like killing bit, Nazis. If you like <laughs> killing Nazis, it's definitely a game for you. All right. Or, um, if you like being Nazis, I'm sorry, and please don't play this game. That's what I gotta say to if you. If you like being okay. Nazis, we prefer you just don't, don't come listen to our podcast. I'm gonna be yes. honest. Stay I away. think there's a line in the uh, sand on that one, and we are clearly on one side when it comes to uh, engaging with Nazis. Nazis so. Yeah, go go where the cheaters go, Nazis. Yep. Perm- to hell. <laughs> <I don't- laughs> yeah, and that's where they're going. Yep. Um, that's what I gotta say. All right, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I feel like this is a game I would definitely, definitely could get into. Um, I'll have to give it a shot. What uh, is this about? Like twenty? I want to say twenty bucks. Maybe. Oh, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Seems like a fair price. I think that's what Darkest Dungeon was, if not thirty. Yeah, it was twenty. Um, yeah, and definitely a good Switch game. Mm-hmm. Seems like it would be sweet. Um, all right, another game you mentioned that your Switch was getting a little more use, uh, and mine is finally getting a little more use as well, and it's because Ooh. of this next game we're playing a little bit of the survivalists if you're familiar with the escapists uh this is made by team 17 same people that did that 
this is their take on a survival game. But what's the one special thing about this survival game, Lewis? Monkeys. <laughs> Monkeys. Monkeys. They're everywhere. They are. Um, so, I mean, I would say it's your standard fare uh, as far as a survival game goes with you're going to chop down some trees, you're going to dig some holes, you're going to chop down some bushes to get like plant fibers and then there's all sorts of crafting craft your like mm-hmm. buildings all that fun stuff uh the catch here as lewis alluded to is that there's monkeys everywhere what these monkeys do when you get them on your team um you can order them to mimic you and mimic something you're doing so say you chop down a tree and you make the monkey learn from you and mimic uh if you give him a tool he will literally go to town chopping down trees for you until you tell him not to. Uh, and you start off with one monkey, but you can recruit them over time. They need, like, the ones I've run into, monkey they need, medley. like, a different type of food or, like, an item or something to get them to, like, trust you and join your team or whatever. But once you do that, you can literally have, like, hordes of monkeys just all doing your work. And they don't only just help with stuff like crafting and building and foraging they also attack like if you give them weapons and you run into like some tribes people that are trying to attack you if you attack them and they watch that they'll straight start murdering everybody for you it's fantastic a quick tip you can set up a training dummy and then train on that so you don't have to like find an enemy to start attacking with well that's good because the only time that i actually successfully got them to attack with me it was like as some dude was beating my face in with like a machete and i was like yeah come on just quickly come on learn this Help quick me. please kill yeah. this man i uh, had 11 monkeys the other day 11 terror- yeah it was just terrorizing a little village of orcs or whatever they are good yeah i mean yeah green they people. do they have green faces right yeah i would say i would say orcs yeah i think that's yeah. fair assumption um not happy but yeah is there anything else that's uh different than most survival games that you've because you're clearly farther into this game than i am if you've had 11 monkeys um are you running into anything that's super out there uh compared to other survival games you may have played besides the monkeys Uh, not really just the monkeys basic crafting uh searching through dungeons um sailing your little boat ship that's about it i was gonna say I, i did have some plans to make a boat and i think that's probably where i left off was trying to find some some something to find that iron maybe i need different mm, yeah. metals uh which yeah. you had asked me the other night if i found out a way to do it and i was like oh <laughs> i think you're like six or seven hours ahead of me in this game if you haven't found it yet there's no way i know where it is <laughs> so. well it's cool because each island when you start up speaking of starting new i did this one a few times starting new too <laughs> um because each each island is uh procedurally generated generated. exactly so you could actually start on an island that has iron onto it um so i i wasn't sure because i already explored my whole island and i was wondering if you had started out on one okay Uh, so so i i'm not sure then that's cool though so i didn't know that so is there uh what do i want to say is there like a main story line or anything have you run into anything that's resembling a story or does this just seem like a straight up crafting game to you uh, i mean i find like journals like and notes stuff and stuff okay yeah throughout the island um but i haven't really came across another person anything. that wants to have a conversation with you just yeah. a bunch of monkeys <laughs> other than that there's like tiki people um that you can give and they'll give you something in return 
Okay. Um, and then there's the the random traveler. What are you buying? Um, <laughs> wrong game. 100 yeah. percent wrong game. But he he <laughs> right. looks like. Have you have you ran into him though? Right month. Wrong game. Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> so he he kind of reminds me of the guy from Resident Evil. The dude from Resident Evil. <laughs> That's yeah. Funny. Um, but he sell thing, sells things to you. Um, so he's a traveler. He's in a hot air balloon or a dirigible. Dirigible. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm having fun with it. I, I definitely need to put more time into it. I just think the whole, like, monkey thing. Just, monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. Monkey poo all over you. Dude, um, I, I had a huge, I have a huge, like, compound now where I was making the monkeys just run around, and it was pretty chaotic. I just set my thing down, and they went to town and built, like, my whole area <laughs> for me. I did nothing. I like it. Um, yeah, I mean... I think it's fun if you're into crafting games. I think it was it was like twenty five bucks. I think it was twenty four ninety nine when I picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get it on sale? I mean, did you get it? Did you pre order it? I didn't pre order it. Uh, was there a discount for pre ordering? A slight discount, and you get like a unicorn helmet or something. Oh, else darn! Helmet, something else. Oh, helmet. I missed out. Yeah. Can't believe I missed out on the unicorn helmet. <laughs> I know, right? Next next time, survivalist two. I mean, there's escapist one and two. I'm expecting survivalist two. I want them to do like. A survivalist game like this but with zombies like a survival horror game well didn't they yeah. did uh they did the escapist walking dead did you ever play that yeah but that was like the escapist i want like a survivalist one okay like that's fair like kind of like daisy but yeah, you, you just want a little pixelated uh people yeah something i could just play on um, my switch well something you can keep your eye out for i don't know if it's coming to switch it's definitely just a mobile game as far as i know but there's a game called mini daisy 2 it's, yep, I remember that a long time ago. I felt um, like I saw something. Well, that like was it. probably Mini Daisy, maybe. They're, they've been working on the sequel a while, and uh, oh. that looks like exactly what you're talking about because it's literally just like these isometric pixel graphics, uh, but Daisy. So that could mm-hmm. be exactly what you're looking for. So if I uh, catch wind of that ever coming out, I'll uh, I'll let you know. So, I'm s- yeah. so you mean it's like playing Daisy on Xbox? Uh yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean the frame rate's actually probably a little better on the phone. But yeah, you <laughs> are you kidding me? Have you seen some of these phones out lately? Yeah, that was you wing, bro. All about it. True. Damn. I'm trying to sell Shopa on it. Yeah, no, don't do it. What? Mm. It's like a sidekick, except yeah, for better. A sidekick you want to kick to the curb? No. Oh, I like Ooh. it. But I also like the phone, so I think you're wrong. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's a gimmick phone, I guarantee it. Yeah, Six but it's not like the, the line, Razer phone like, that me. folds in half. It's a Which screen sliding over a screen. Anyways, this is not a cell phone <laughs> podcast because that would probably be what we're best suited for at this point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, this is a video game podcast, so let's <laughs> let's talk um, some more video games. Uh, Lou, you have Overwatch written down. I yeah. didn't know this game was still a thing. Um, it is. Uh, what's going on I've in Overwatch? For, Where are you playing it? What are you doing? Playing it on the Xbox, just waiting for anything new to it to come. Overwatch 2? Yeah, nothing nothing new. Just uh, still angry little teenagers playing the game um, and yelling at you if you do something wrong. Yeah, that's definitely one of those play with your friends and be a coherent team, cohesive yeah. team, or don't play. Playing with random I, sounds, horrible for this one. Yeah, I, I usually mute it, but I just like playing as Junkrat and just spamming people and getting them really pissed off. I like it. Jumping just into a new one. Making kids rage quit and then just switching to the next game. And... Mm-hmm. 
And I really wanted to buy Junkrat's uh, outfit, which is like Franken Mad Frankenstein guy. So you literally just hop back into it to buy a skin to play I had for the a game that you don't play. I had the gold for it. Okay, so. that's that's you, fair. You know what? It is, and it's fair because I was watching a stream the other day, and somebody they hadn't played Overwatch for like three months, and they dropped two hundred dollars on loot boxes, oh. played a game, and then just good left. lord. No, no, thank you. So I'm gonna spend two hundred dollars on a game that's gonna be Marvel I mean, Strike Force. F- funny enough, that kind of stuff happens all the time. Where like Fortnite came out with their Marvel superhero season, and I was like, I don't play Fortnite, but I need to get that battle pass, and I need to unlock all those skins for that game I don't play. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it, but that was my first thought. Was like, I need those skins. Oh yeah. I don't, don't play Fortnite, but I need those just in case you know someday I do play Fortnite again. That's not gonna happen. No, <laughs> I think I deleted off my PC the other day to make room for something else. So, well, you yeah, can download been... it on your phone then. I think you can play that game anywhere at this point. So, that's very true. There you go. Yep. Fortnite on mobile, best place to play Fortnite? Question and mark. You can also watch concerts because that's a thing. That I do. That is a thing. They do all sorts of fun stuff in there. Right. Take advantage uh, of it. Yeah. Um, cool. So you're just uh, in there trolling kids and spending your money. That's uh, that's your your Overwatch update. We haven't talked in two years yeah. about what's been going on in Overwatch, and your <laughs> hey, that's the I, update. It says we meat and potatoes, and that was some potatoes there. Yeah, Jesse in chat just said I grabbed throwback vehicles for Rocket League that I never used. There was like <laughs> the DeLorean and the Batmobile and the Jurassic Park van, and you oh, see nice. those, and you're like, yeah, I need to grab those. Wait, there was a Jurassic Park van? Uh, Jurassic Park, a Jurassic Park Jeep. Jeep. Yes. Yeah. No, it was a big mini, difference minivan. There. There's a the big Jura- difference between a Jeep and a van. <laughs> the Jurassic Park minivan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright. Um, okay, you guys good with uh, what you've been playing lately? Yeah, yeah I could say okay. Si, senors. Oh, si, senor. I don't know. I don't know what that one was. Sorry. It's too easy. <laughs> um, before we do get into the news, I did want to touch on Game Pass Roulette for the month of October. We're currently playing Resident Evil Biohazard, and here's a brief synopsis for you. When Ethan Winters opened this, his inbox, the last thing he expected was to find an email from his wife. She had been missing for three years. The message was simple. Come get me, an address in Louisiana. This leads Ethan to a decrepit mansion in the heart of the bayou. The place has a seriously creepy vibe, but Ethan continued his search until a stranger attacks him and knocks him unconscious. Ethan has no idea what awaits him when he wakes up, for he is now in the clutches of the Baker family. Um, Yep, so this is our Game Pass Roulette game for the month of October. If you guys want to get in on the conversation, you can hit us up in Discord. We have a Game Pass Roulette channel there. Uh, Also, if you're not in Discord and you want to hit us up somewhere else, Twitter is a good place for that at CAG podcast. Um, before we leave this though, uh, I did want to ask you about it, Lewis. Uh, cause mm-hmm. I know that this is a game that you had played right when it came out, I believe, right? Release. Yes. And I was, you played through the entire game, right? Uh, yep. You beat it. I didn't do any of the DLCs, but I beat the entire game. Yeah. Okay. Without getting like into like spoilery stuff, like just mm-hmm. give me your, your, I don't know. How did you, how did you like the game? Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, being a big Resident Evil fan, I've pretty much loved them all up till four, five, six. Where eh, they were okay, um, and then once they popped out seven, um, it really started making me like, remember why I liked Resident Evils, and it was for the scare factor. Even though they did, you know, push it to uh, first person, 
uh, which was kind of different. Um, I was going to say, was that I, jarring at first, coming from a series that just oh, yeah. has continued to change over the years? Yeah, I mean, it went from a horror game to an action game back to our horror game. Um, but I, I really liked it. Uh, definitely, there were a lot of a lot of good scares into the game. Um, I remember this one. I was playing it, and I was so focused onto it. Um, you, you, you were, you came over. You were, you all of a sudden were in my room somehow, and you and Megan, and you, you put a Coke bottle on my face, and it literally scared me. I smacked the bottle out of your hand. I thought I was actually being attacked in real life. I thought that was the day that I accidentally killed you with a heart attack. So I'm glad yeah, that's not was, what happened. It was terrifying. Um, but yeah, the great game's great. Uh, first person put a whole new aspect on it. Um, there are there's some small puzzles in there, just like there were in the original Resident Evil, which was really nice. Um, the one thing I can say is there wasn't a big variety of enemies uh, like there were in the first, second, and third one. Um, uh, but still, hey, it, they, I think they did a great job. Kept me on the edge of my seats. It's definitely something that... Um, Hey, with a free game, I'd say play it, especially if you like horror or Resident Evil games. Uh, the Village is supposed to be set to be released sometime soon, I think. Uh, Resident Evil 8. Yeah, I think it... I, well, I thought it was 2021. Is it 2021? I could be wrong. Hey, that's like right around the corner. I, I well, hey, fair, fair enough. <laughs> it is already mid-October. Yeah. And yeah, I think and, they're sticking with first person yep. for that one as well. So, And it is a... I don't know if it's a direct sequel, but it is a sequel to uh, 8. So from what I've seen, a uh, sequel, sequel to 7 is what I've seen. They've had uh, some of the same characters. Uh, that Baker family. Yep. So uh, definitely play it, you know. Yeah. Uh, get scared because you probably will. And if you have it in VR, play <laughs> don't do it very carefully. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and if you guys are interested in seeing some reactions, uh, Moose recently... Uh, streamed this for a little bit. The VOD is currently up in Twitch, uh, and we'll get that posted to YouTube sometime soon here. Uh, but yeah, check it out. And like I said, if you guys want to be part of the conversation, hit us up in Discord or on Twitter at CAG Podcast. Um, all right, that's Game Pass Roulette for this month. Next up, let's get into some news. <laughs> Alright, what is going on in the news this week? Usually I ask Moose that question. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm asking myself what's going on in the news this week. Um, well, first and foremost, this uh, is breaking news and was brought to my attention through Twitch chat. Um, RuneScape has just launched on Steam this week. So, uh, if that's not the biggest news we hit here, then you know I don't know what, it's, what it will be. I, I actually... We'll admit I played RuneScape at a very, very young age. I think everyone did. This yeah. is because this game is 8,000 years old. Do you have a question, Lewis? You're raising your hand. No, I was just raising my hand to not playing RuneScape when I was younger. Oh, I was really? A, this is a podcast. You don't have to raise your hand. Highest <laughs> uh, oh. question. Uh, yeah, no, I can. Uh, I remember like being in like a dungeon with a bow or something like super early. I don't think I played too much of it, but... It, definitely was one of the earliest games that i played so whenever i talk to ryan about it in discord he i think he's always like fishing and chopping down trees and mining and stuff so i don't know <laughs> sounds like i could do that in the survivalist well i think he was playing it on the phone because old school 
old school RuneScape. Yep. I think that's what it was. It was on mm-hmm, the. Mm-hmm. It, it came out on mobile, and he was super into that. So this is the biggest news of the weekend. If you disagree, uh, Ryan will say you're wrong. Next up, Avengers getting some delays. Mm, is that no. what you guys wanted to hear? Uh, I no. mean, not really. But best news of the week. Um, yeah, so far RuneScape, <laughs> I agree. To the worst news of the week. From the best news of the week to the worst news of the week. Um, yeah, so um, some Avenger stuff is getting delayed here. Sorry, I had to bring it up quick. Um, the first DLC character it was going to be Kate Bishop. I mean, it's still going to be Kate Bishop, but she was supposed to be coming out this month. Uh, she's being pushed out of October, though, and that's um, they didn't give a date. So she'll be coming. They give a reason at, at a later just... date. Um, they want her to come out because I think right now a lot of people are taking issue with Avengers as a game because of the end game and just how little there is to do and how monotonous it gets and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're, they're definitely worried about that. Um, so they want this first DLC and this first character to come out to be like, okay, this is what we were waiting for is what I would assume. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but not only is the Kate Bishop DLC getting delayed, we also have the next gen upgrade, which is supposed to be like the, the smart delivery for Xbox uh the next gen version of it is also getting pushed into 2021 that was supposed to come out um i think it was supposed to come out right alongside uh the xbox release but that's no longer happening um but they did say that even if you're playing this older game like through backwards compatibility on the next generation of systems you could still look forward to some better frame rates which uh, I can attest to there was some times when you're doing boss fights and everybody's attacking that the frames dip real bad. So Ooh, yeah. uh, just having some extra horsepower from the machine is going to up the FPS a little bit. And it's also going to cut down some load times is what they're saying. Uh, and that's without it being uh, without any upgrades going into effect. That's just the extra horsepower from the new machine is going to make it run a little bit better. Um, so that's good, I guess uh, not great that everything got delayed, but because all this happened, um, they wanted to put out an apology for the Rocky launch, and if you log in between October 22nd and November 5th, you will receive 1,500 credits, 7,000 units, 250 upgrade modules, 20 DNA keys, and a Sarah Garza-inspired nameplate. So, if you're not playing the game right now, like I'm not, like a lot of people aren't that originally started this game with me, um, if you just hop in and in between those dates just to pick that stuff up, where do you pick it up? Why not? Um, you know, it's a great question. I'm assuming I'm, I'm, one yeah, of the vendors on the helicarrier, or it's just something that pops up. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so not does, positive. Does, does that make up for it in your eyes as a player? Uh, um, I, I mean, for me, I wasn't... I don't think I ever got deep enough into the end game that I was worried about upgrade modules and credits and units and that kind of stuff uh i was way more looking forward to the new like story content like the kate bishop stuff um Mm -hmm. so that being delayed is kind of a bummer for me but i mean i'll take free stuff and if you need a couple months to make this come out the way it should like i'm not gonna play your game for a couple more months sure but when i do come back i would like it to be to like the best game possible if that makes sense like take your time if you need to but yeah the the extra month isn't gonna is gonna help if it's something I want to actually play when I play it. Yeah, exactly. For sure. 
I just want to Hulk smash shit. <laughs> yeah, you do. Especially one of the, the yeah. rare games. I think I was talking to Lou right about when it came out, talking about how I think the Hulk was going to be my favorite character. And he was like, yeah, oh, I play the Hulk all the time. I was like, wow, that's, I think, the first time we've ever played, like, the same character in a game. Yeah, just going off of Lewis's, like, destiny choices where he's a warlock, I would have thought, like, <laughs> Thor, or Thor or something, just floating around, throwing lightning, ball, lightning bolts at people, lightning balls. Lightning balls. Mm-hmm. No, it's all about the Hulk in the adventure. Or like an Iron Man. Or, yeah, just a kind of arranged, float around, uh, not very good at jumping type of character. Uh, sure. like, like the Warlock. Um, and also, the Jesse in chat said great. there was recently a small update that helped a little bit. You can grab faction bounties from any base location now, which that's good, because you used to have to grab your daily bounties from both the... Go to the Hive, go to... Hey, you have to go to the Hive and the actual Helicarrier, so that was kind of annoying. Um, there's a new base location and an area you can get resources, uh, and the area you can get the resources from has widened. Okay. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, they're adding a little bit of things. I, they're just small quality of life things. The big updates is what I will be interested in, and we'll definitely be covering them here when they come out. So, yeah, some Avengers delays. Uh, the best story in gaming followed by the worst story in gaming. Next up, Analog, which is a company that makes uh, retro consoles. Uh, but they're not like the – you know how they made the NES Mini and the SNES Minis where they're just kind of like – emulator machine and you can buy them from like 50 bucks from best buy that kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. so what these guys do is they actually recreate hardware that plays the old software so they'll create their own nes that will play the old cartridges uh and they've done this for like the s nes the nes they recently just did a pocket one that played game boy games game boy color games game boy advance games that kind of stuff. Uh, they just recently announced their newest one. It's called the Analog Duo, and this one is going all the way back to the Turbo Graphics 16. Uh, it's called the Duo because it also has the CD-ROM port, which apparently was stupid expensive compared to the actual Turbo Graphics console or computer system itself. Um, it's going to be launching next year in 2021 uh, for 200 bucks. So. Uh, this is definitely a, a very specific type of person and or collector or gamer, I would say, that, that wants to go back here. But I think it's a it's a great way to catalog some of those older games that you generally can only get from emulation at this point, like downloading ROMs and playing playing them that way, uh, as opposed to popping in your old TurboGrafx-16 cartridge or even CD-ROMs. So it, it's kind of cool what they do. Uh, and that's that's their newest one. You guys gonna be picking this up day one? I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know me. I love my oh. Turbo Graphics 16 games. And <laughs> no, I mean, actually, in all honesty, like playing the Game Boy Classic games and stuff actually interested me. Like, I can remember clicking in like Pokemon Red into the back of my Game Boy Advance because it's stuck. It's kept up above the top of the game or the console like that oh, one inch or whatever school cartridge and you had the game advance yeah. yeah that's funny and, you know you're you're playing by the light of the street lamps as you go by until you get like the backlit one because yeah that come out for a little while so it is that crazy actually, that's that's fun and it, it, there's just something about you know plugging in a game and playing it that style versus you know playing on your phone on an emulator or something yeah you know, and if you're just, someone who's like like a lot of times what happens like this just happened to me a couple of weeks ago i went to my parents house and they were having a garage sale and my old playstation 2 was boxed up with like 
I don't know, like 30 games or something. And I just sat there like looking through and was like, this is so weird. Mm -hmm. If somebody made a, because I doubt that PlayStation 2 runs and hopefully they're going to tell that to whoever is going to buy it. Who knows? I've definitely Uh, got one of those mulling around my parents' basement somewhere. Yeah. And if you have stuff like that, if you have your old Pokemon cartridges, like you were saying, if you had red and you bought their, the, uh, I don't even remember what it was called. It was called the pocket something. Yeah, um, pocket dude. But that's literally like a 2020 brand new manufactured Game Boy that will play your own old cartridges. It's uh, it's really cool what they do because it's not like emulation like a lot of these companies are doing. It's them making hardware from the ground up. And they add like quality of life things too where if you had the old NES, you would just have like those old RCA cables, like the red and white cables mm-hmm. that you can't plug into the most TVs nowadays. So what they do is they go in and they actually put HDMI slots into the back of their like NESs so that they go into uh, modern TVs. So they do a lot of a lot of stuff like that, and it's a uh, it's a lot of cool stuff. And I I didn't know a ton about this until researching uh, for this news story, but uh, they're doing some cool work, and that's their uh, their newest thing, the Turbo Graphics 16 with the CD-ROM port. So yeah, go out there and get it if that's uh what you're into, I guess. There's there's uh, there's definitely a small niche group of people who are going to yeah, be doing I think that so. first day. One hundred percent. They wouldn't be making that if there wasn't. Right. If there wasn't demand True. for it, they probably wouldn't make it. Um, all right. Next up, we have the. Uh, this is the launch lineup for the Xbox Series X. These are all games that are going to be uh, enhanced um, or just coming day and date through Xbox through smart delivery uh, with Game Pass. Um, or games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, which is also going to come from Smart Delivery. So anything that came out before that, these are the games that are going to be uh, optimized for the new generation. And I'm just going to run through these as quick as possible because there is uh, there's 30 of them. Uh, so maybe maybe you just I need to I don't even have water near me. This is a terrible episode to not have water <laughs> when I've got to list off 30 games quick. <clears throat> but here we go. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Borderlands 3, Bright Memory 1.0, Cuisine Royale, Dead by Daylight, Devil May Cry 5, Dirt 5, Enlisted, Evergate, The Falconeer, Fortnite, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Gears Tactics, Grounded, King Oddball, Maneater, <laughs> Maneater, there you go, Moose, Game of the Year, bro, uh, Manifold Garden, NBA 2K21, Observer System Redux, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, Planet Coaster, Sea of Thieves, Tetris Effect, the Tourist, War Thunder, War Hammer, uh, Chaos Bane, Slayer Edition, Watch Dogs Legion, WRC 9, Yakuza, Like a Dragon, and Yes, Your Grace. Um, so a lot of those I'm probably not super interested in, but there's games like uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla that's on there, Sea of Thieves that's on there, or in the World of Wisps I would go back to, uh, the Gears games, the Forza games. Like, I feel like race car games are the games that really show off new hardware just because of how ridiculously good they can make them look so i would love to hop Mm -hmm. into like forza horizon 4 uh just to drive around a little bit in 4k uh, and see what see what we're dealing with on these new systems but yeah for sure and like assassin's creed when you get those big like uh, up in the air cinematics yeah those can look really good i remember the last assassin's creed when you got with the with the xbox one x or whatever we put it up on that giant 4K TV. You oh had. my God! Origins when it first came yeah, out, <laughs> it looked like you were there. Like you really couldn't tell a difference. It was crazy. Yeah, so man. I can't wait to see what these look like when they come out. That's kind of funny that you brought that up because that was like the Xbox One X 
and my first 4K TV. Like, that was my first taste of 4K gaming, and it was with Assassin's Creed Origins. And I think with this next generation, it's probably going to be Assassin's Creed Valhalla for me up on the 4K TV, uh, trying to see the graphical hop isn't going to be as big <laughs> but no no uh, for sure but. just to see how it actually looks and runs and all that but uh, yeah i mean i think it's a it's a decent list and then you know that going forward anything that comes out uh the day of or after is obviously going to be optimized and uh yeah i mean that's a that's a good handful of games i'm pumped for some uh sea of thieves i know that some people already have the series x and they've been playing them they're talking about load times being pretty much uh just like not a thing like when you hop mm. when you grab a mermaid to go back to your ship it's just like instantaneous uh so it's also gonna be weird the type of advantage you have playing against xbox one players i guess now or some pc players with a uh, lower lower specs in their rigs uh it's gonna be weird we're, we're coming into an age where there's cross generation is going to be a thing and one system is going to be able to do 60 frames per second and have things like fov sliders and the other system is going to be playing 30 frames per second looking down a tunnel. Uh, and I brought that up specifically because Destiny just came out with what you're going to be able to do on the new console. And you're going to have an FOV slider finally. And it's going to run at 60 frames a second. So just the people playing on those two consoles, like, it's so different. <laughs> once, you, once you go one way, it's tough to go back the other. So that we ran into that when we were playing destiny yes. pc versus regular <laughs> xbox you know it's so hard to go back to and it's not even like somebody say like well it's not that much of a difference it's literally noticeable when you go back like you have to go back to play with specific players on destiny and you play on xbox and you're like like trying to find out where you are because all you can see is the four feet in front of you versus yeah it's what like running down to. a tunnel and that's yeah. what I, I was talking to Ryan in, in Discord, and he was like, I don't under like, the FOV can't be that big of a deal. And I was like, see, if you've never had the slider and you've never experienced the wider field of view, it, it's not going to seem like it would make a big difference. But once you're, like, for us, we were playing Xbox and PC, depending on who was on, so we were kind of flip-flopping all the time. And once you do it and you try to go back it literally feels like you have tunnel vision like you're a horse with blinders on the side and you're missing out like on 50 percent of the screen it's mm-hmm. it's nuts so i'm pumped for these new consoles uh and just what the extra power is going to allow some developers to, to be able to add into their games like uh like the field of view slider and the 60 frames nice things but uh mm-hmm. yeah all right next up this is a big story probably in my opinion the biggest story of the week um spider cat spider cat is going to be a thing in the new uh miles morales spider-man game it, there's a mission that you're going to do at some point and you rescue like a tabby cat from a bodega uh and he becomes spider cat and he rides around inside of your backpack and the cool thing about spider cat is that he can do finishing moves for you <laughs> Wait, like, does a spider get bit by a? Does a cat get bit by a spider, or is he just like? Nah, dude, he's he's, he's just like a cat that <laughs> Miles puts a, a little mask on the top part of his face, uh, and then I think there's one animation, one of the finishing move animations. Uh, he comes out of the backpack and he he puts the bad guys down. If you're, uh, if is Peta gonna get upset about this? Peter. I don't. Peta. Oh, Peta. No, that's yeah. that's the Hunger Games you're thinking of. 
<laughs> no, like the the, the animal rights people act. eating oh, tasty PETA. animals. Oh, <laughs> PETA. Yeah. Dude, I thought you meant. I thought you were talking about PETA Paca. <laughs> No, no. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like, like th- they get mad about a lot of stuff. So uh, this will you're putting a cat in a bag. It's yeah, that cat doesn't belong in a bag. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're watching on Twitch, he literally brought the cat back to the bodega to the nice man behind the counter. Uh, and now I'm pretty sure what's going to happen here is that the man's going to be like, "No, you you need to go to Spider-Man. The cat's name is Spider-Man. Look at that. If you're not on Twitch.tv/CrossAtlanticGaming watching live, you're missing out." Check the VODs, check the YouTube, all those fun things. Um, Do it. But yeah, th- uh, that was the biggest, the biggest small story I could find. Uh, but you know, yeah, it, it, it's pretty interesting because like uh, the only other time I've ever seen this is in like Warzone. You can get like you've seen other Spider Cats. <laughs> no, but a situation where <laughs> something other than you playing the game does like a finisher move or something for you. So, like, in Warzone, obviously, you have, like, dogs or wolves or something that can do a finishing move for you if you sneak up behind somebody. So, I think it's a, a pretty cool thing to throw into a game. And just, you know, it's awesome to have a cat finish off the bad guy you just demolished. So Highly improbable, because that would never Well, oh, that's what... We kind of were talking about this before we uh, went live, but I was like, how weird would it be if you were playing Warzone and your guy just whistles for, like a cat and this little cat comes up and just kills a bad guy <laughs> like it's so weird <laughs> i don't like to think about it, it makes me uncomfortable um all right Rarest what's up next um so yeah get excited for some miles morales or did you ever end up playing spider-man lewis man i did you not. are just the worst human no. like i i couldn't dream so, up a game that you would like more than that game and you haven't played it. I'm at a point where I'm going to go out find this game, buy it, and make you play it. Can, can, can you hold no. me out there? I have the game. What? I have the game. This it's is worse! Right down, it's right down there, okay? And I have a PlayStation and the last time I put it into my PlayStation it went First of all, I got scared. There's no way that your PlayStation made that noise. It did. I shit you not. Damn it. I, I tell you not. It did it. Second of all, that's yeah, not good. Um, yeah, it's, I can do did, digital games just fine, but when it comes to. Did it make like a crunchy disc, like a crunchy noise? Because I doubt it went. Okay, maybe it was more like. It was definitely weird like that, and I got really weirded out so I turned all right it well so here's what you do ben uses his for like a netflix machine i think at this point so just go up in ben's room and jam spider-man into his and see <laughs> if it's a, a playstation thing or if you just need to swap playstations for a little bit because he, he's gotcha. not jamming discs into his i don't think so well, unless he's I don't i don't want to admit on live television what's in my actual playstation right now it's definitely fire the hard copy of fired up no, I didn't tell you that story. Oh, you did. You gave it to a coworker, then he got fired, and you lost it. Yeah, I'm oh, so mad. <laughs> My sister was like, "Just get it off of Amazon." I'm like, "It's not the same. It's just that not. was mine. That was that had my name on it." Um. Well, Lewis, F-U. if you don't What's find a solution for this, I'm just gonna. You're gonna make me spend my hard-earned money to buy you a digital version of this game so that you will play it. Because I'll, I'll, I'm I'll telling you, this will this will be in your top ten favorite games of all time that's a that's a big top 10 bold claim but yeah dude it's so it's, good it's so good you it's, need to play it's it. that good it, it's all fantastic right. actually i'll try it again you know what in all honesty 
iGameShare with Soccer Gerg, and I probably have it too. Uh, yeah, I feel like Somewhere. Soccer Gerg hits the uh, hits the Sony exclusives pretty hard. So, uh, yeah, you probably I do have, have it. started playing Last of Us Two though, so I haven't. So there's that. <laughs> what you're giving me a rash about Spider Man? Well, do you want to know why, Lewis? Uh, it's because I haven't cause... finished The Last of Us One. <laughs> Fair enough. Neither did I. And I... you started two. Yeah, you're talking to the same guy who restarts one. characters eight times. Like, what did you really expect? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll forget what happened, anyways. Uh, well, yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, where are we going next? He, he took me off track here. Uh, we're, we're talking about the PlayStation 5 UI. Uh, Sony just recently put out a 11 minute trailer uh, just going over. Uh, what the new UI is going to look like for the new console. Um, it seems relatively similar uh, to what you'd be used to now on the PS4. The one big new addition that I would say is they have a thing called the Control Center. Uh, and if you're familiar with Xbox, if you hit the Xbox button on your Xbox and the like side panel pops up and you have all your stuff that you can get to quickly there, uh, this is kind of like Sony's answer to that, I want to say. Uh, except for this comes up from the bottom, and then you've got a bunch of options for your games and whatnot. Um, so that's interesting. Um, they're also adding a feature called Game Help, which is a little sidebar app that for certain games uh, will literally give you tips. And Are they bringing the paperclip to this thing? Clippy? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, I remember that. I'm pretty sure Clippy's owned by Microsoft, so uh, oh I would god. assume he actually ends up on Xbox. <laughs> Can oh, you imagine, boy. dude? People would lose their mind if Microsoft used this idea that PlayStation's doing, but had Clippy just pop up on the side of your Xbox and be like, hey, you look like you're stuck. Can I help? That, oh, I would be so... I would stop playing video games. That would be hilarious, I but I also feel like... He'd come up with the most random and worst times. Like you'd be in like the last win of or last fight of like a war zone when all of a sudden Clippy would like fill up your screen and be like, "Can I help you?" And you'd be like, "Oh gosh, no, Clippy." I think it would only be like single player games though. That's what it seemed like. The uh, they were doing it for the Adventures of Sackboy. I think is the game that they were playing. Having an adventure. Um, and yeah, it just like if you're stuck, the game can. Uh, it can tell where you're stuck, or they were saying if you're going through the level and you're trying to find all the collectibles, uh, mm. if you missed one, it would kind of be like, hey, you missed the collectible back here. Do you want to watch a video? And then you play the video, it'll actually like overlay it over it. Uh, I don't know. I, I think this will work for very few games, probably a lot of Sony-published games. Uh, I don't know if third-party developers are going to be like, yeah, give them all the hints. Like, it just seems like extra work uh, for them to have to do. But I I don't know. So, yeah, game help, that's going to be a thing. Uh, they're also going to have this thing. Uh, I think it's just – I think they're just calling it screen sharing. Um, your friends can be streaming something to their Xbox. This isn't being streamed to, like, Twitch or anything. This would literally just be, like, them streaming it to their PlayStations. Um, and – what you can do is you can pop it up on the side of yours, like snap it to the side of your screen to watch their stream. Uh, or you can do like a picture in picture mode where it would just throw them down in the corner of whatever you're playing. Um, I, it's a, it's an idea. I don't think unless they bring in Twitch into it or an actual like streaming platform, I think it's, it feels kind of pointless. Like why are you just streaming to your 
console. I, I feel like that would help with like two player games where you needed to know where your friend was the whole time. Yeah, that's I'm like, hey, you know, where are you? I'm I'm gonna come and help you. And instead of being like, oh, I'm on the third level of the right floor of the, you could just like, oh, oh, there you, you are. Can just I look. Know you are. Yeah, that, I mean yeah. that's not a that's not a bad call as far as a reason to just be streaming to your console. So it's yeah. digital split screen. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, essentially, In I a guess. Sense. Um, but I think it seems like a solid foundation for something where they could add things like, like imagine if you had that picture in picture mode, which Xbox used to have this with the snap feature. Uh, but you could have like the office playing on Netflix in the bottom right hand corner of your screen or like watching YouTube videos or, or watching people stream on Twitch or whatever. Just, yeah. But if they did that, how are they going to sell you an extra monitor to have you watch it on their other? <laughs> I don't know if Sony's in the business of trying to sell <laughs> me extra monitors via my PlayStation's inability to do certain <laughs> things. I don't know. It's a weird world we live in now. Could totally be a thing. Yep. Um. So yeah, I think if they add that functionality to the the screen share thing, it could be it could be decent. Uh, game capture. It's going to be able to capture images and videos in 4K. Uh, I think you should probably expect that from both consoles at this point. Uh, and then the last thing that I picked up on is that the PlayStation Store. It's no longer like an app that you click into. It's just it's baked right into the actual homepage. Uh, so when you click Store, everything will just be there. It'll probably cut off a few seconds from having to open the app, but uh, they thought it was significant enough to note, so I did the same. Mm. You're welcome. So yeah, I don't think people are going to be blown away by any means, but I don't think they were necessarily doing anything wrong with their UI. I think if you play PlayStation enough, it makes sense to you. Uh, coming from Xbox, I think it looks weird, but PlayStation people playing an Xbox think the Xbox looks weird. It's kind of just whatever you get used to. Uh, at Quick a point. note: um, Did you know, guys see the new update on the Xbox interface? I did not. Like, what happened? I don't know. Mine, mine looks like a phone. Everything's like bubbly now, and it's just different looking. You're at, on your actual Xbox. Yeah, when, like when I open up the regular interface and everything. So I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you. Quick, I packed okay. up my Xbox, and then I moved and two weeks ago, and it's still it. packed up. <laughs> Oh my god. That's why I've been on my Switch, I've been on my PC. Uh yeah, I'm still getting settled in. I can't here, hold on. Let me use this webcam quick. These are just all boxes behind me that I still have to unpack. So Yeah. If you're an audio listener, I just lifted up my camera and showed you all of the beautiful brown boxes behind where I'm streaming right now. I can actually hear color. So. Oh you can. Yeah, those are brown boxes. I'm glad you could hear that. Um, <laughs> it's because I played Spellbound, Harry. <laughs> Harry. Uh, <laughs> hey, speaking of Harry, doesn't Ben look like Hagrid? Just needs a bigger beard. What? I I I had it for a little while. I actually just got my hair cut. He knew he was coming on this video he podcast. And I was like, I need to shave it all live. Off. Yeah. Yeah, I needed to do something with that, but. That's All right. not what we're here to talk about. That is not what we're here to talk about. What we're here to talk about is this next story, which for me personally, and maybe Lewis, actually, this is the, probably the best news story of the week. Ooh. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. You want to talk about that it? It does sound good. Does that sound good? What do you think it is? I, uh, I think it is um, 
well, I'm not going to just read that because I feel like that's your... Uh, yeah, okay, if you're just going to read the whole story, never mind. <laughs> um, so, I mean, a Mass Effect trilogy remastered has been a thing that's been rumored for a little while here. Uh, we all expected it to pop up during EA Play, their, like, summer events. Uh, that didn't happen. Uh, but what recently just happened is that the Game Ratings and Administration Committee of Korea has recently rated a game called Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Ooh. Uh, yep. Gotta that's, love those leaks. That sounds <laughs> like we are getting the Mass Effect trilogy remastered. Holy hell, I could not be more excited. This Hopefully it's just the th- first three. Uh, yeah, I would assume so. I don't think they... Andromeda was too, too recent for them to have to do anything. What I really hope is that they take the combat from two and three and inject it into one because i just Mm -hmm. remember the combat just went so far from one to two Mm -hmm. uh and mass effect 2 might be my favorite video game of all time so i cannot wait for this if it becomes a thing and the only uh other little tidbit that i could add to the story is that n7 day would be coming up november 7th um Mm -hmm. So this leak happening three weeks, three-ish weeks before that, uh, I feel like we might be getting a announcement on N7 Day of this Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which, like I said, it's been rumored a while that this uh, a remaster of these games is happening, but it, it's feeling a little more real now, and I'm definitely pumped. Yeah, those were really good games. I enjoyed the storyline. Yeah, it, much all some of, of the best storytelling ever in games in my opinion this is bioware like it's greatest in my opinion and <laughs> yeah oh man and shopa i know you haven't played uh these games because there's i mean it's not really your style but uh when this remastered trilogy comes out and it's the legit best way you can experience these games like it might be worth trying to check out I f- you can bang an alien i feel like I, okay, so that actually confirms... I feel like I've either watched somebody play this game for a little bit, or I've played it myself, because I just remember, like, walking on a ship and, like, flirting with, like, this orange-looking <laughs> chick. So I, I've definitely either watched somebody play this or played this before. Or you're on um, one of those weird adult websites, and you just happen <laughs> to wander under the animated section, and you're in, like, video games, and with that other word, and then you just, yeah. No, um... I, I feel like I've watched some playthrough of this, and I am getting a little bit more into it. Whoa, that's not cool. Oh, hey. Sorry about that. Phone call. Um, so uh, I've, I feel like I'm getting, in my age, getting more towards these types of games, so they might be starting to come out. You're, you're losing the, I'm, I'm, those, the reaction time for your first-person shooters. I, I haven't even like played Call of Duty, so I don't, I don't know, man. All right, well, this sounds like, this sounds like a perfect time, then. Uh, but, yeah, so you guys can uh, hopefully expect to hear something on the 7th of November if I had to take a stab at it. I think that makes perfect sense. Uh, I couldn't be more pumped for that. Um, all right, our last story of the day. Uh, Rockstar acquires Crack 2 developer, uh, and they actually helped with the Master Chief Collection, uh, developer Ruffian Games. Uh, they renamed them to Rockstar Dundee. Uh, Oi, Dundee! It's a Scotland-based uh, <laughs> Rockstar division. What? Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, it's going to be their their tenth studio at this point. Um, Jeepers. 
so yeah, I mean that's just Rockstar uh, buying up a, a smaller. I say smaller. I don't. I don't know the actual size, but uh, just another studio to kind of bolster their their lineup of first party studios. Um, so they'll probably be working on some some GTA stuff or so Crackdown do some not, Red Dead well, stuff. Crackdown three. Uh, well, I mean, Crackdown three wasn't developed was by these guys. I don't know okay. who took the reins on that. I know Microsoft uh, is publishing crackdown at this point now you're making me have to look terry terry cruz no there was a whole lot of terry cruz uh okay yeah so yeah like i said published by (laughs) xbox developed by sumo digital ragent games and cloud gain cloud gain uh probably i'm not pronouncing that right it's john (laughs) cloud gain gina (laughs) it's gina uh, this isn't okay. Um, this isn't okay. So yeah, it's just a uh, rock star picking up some, picking up some new studios and going on, going along their merry way. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Um, all right, boys, that's the news. Uh, we do have some games coming out this week. Uh, not a lot. We got Amnesia, Amnesia, excuse me, <laughs> Rebirth coming out October twentieth, and Transformers Battlegrounds October twenty third. Uh, coming into Game Pass this month, we have Katana Zero, Tales of Vesperia, Scourgebringer, Cricket 19, and Superland. Man, Cricket 19, what a game. Uh, but for real, Katana Zero, that's a dope game. So definitely hop into that. Uh, and then with some new games coming in and making us all happy inside, that means we also have some games leaving Game Pass, making us feel all sad inside. Aww. If you want to play these games, nope, I lied. It's currently October 16th, so you literally can't play these next games. Uh, Sorry. Felix the Reaper just left, Metro 2033 Redux, and Minute all left. Bummer. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, oh, and I also put this in the wrong section. I'm just the worst. Uh, also leaving on October, th- or on October 30th, you have After Party, Lego Star Wars 3, Rise and Shine, and Tacoma. Uh, what I put in the wrong section, uh, I put them in leaving instead of entering. But what we have entering Game Pass, this is the first edition you're going to see from Double Fine. Uh, Microsoft purchased them not too long ago, and now they're bringing three of their oldest point-and-click adventure games into Game Pass on the 29th of this month. Uh, Day of the Tentacle, Full Throttle, and Grim Fandango. So you'll be able to pick those all up at the end of the month. Um, so yeah, you're finally seeing a little bit of a little bit of double fine work from uh, coming into Game Pass, uh, and I also forgot Lord of the Rings Adventure Card Game is leaving October 30th. Oh no! I think the only game that's leaving that I was actually upset about was After Party. I need to get that game uh, played Metro. by the end of the month. It's a good month for it though. It's a game about out drinking mm-hmm. the devil so you can leave hell. Definitely a great month. What for more it. could you ask for? <laughs> Um, your Xbox games with gold. We currently have Slayaway Camp. That's until October 30th. The Maid of Scare is good until November 15th. And Costume Quest, a great little Halloween game, uh, is good until October 31st. For PlayStation Plus, you have Vampire and Need for Speed Payback. Alright, we did it, boys. How's it feel? I know I did a lot of talking there, but... Uh, that you did. It, it felt good. It felt I feel a little nervous to be back in here for, after like you know two years or so, but 
It went pretty well. I thought so too. And we did video. Hey. Yeah. yeah. I'm waving. Lewis is touching his uh, chest area. Sorry, I'm not weird. Audio listeners, this isn't doing much for you. Check out the VOD, twitch.tv slash crossatlanticgaming. Um, all right, I'm going to plug this thing up. How's that sound? Get us out of here. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Streamerlinks.com slash CAG podcast. That is the address that's going to get you links to all these fun things I'm about to talk about. If you want to keep up with us on the day-to-day, head over to Discord. Links for that, obviously, where I just told you in Streamerlinks. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure to like, rate, give us five stars or four stars or three or two. I mean, really, whatever you think we deserve, but uh, do that. Give Lewis five stars for those glasses. Yeah, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, you probably were just listening, so you didn't see Lewis's glasses, glasses but they're super reflective and shiny, and mm-hmm. you can see exactly what he's looking at on his computer right now. It's not great. And it's 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 YouTube. It's, it's well, not great. It's, Ben and me, but <laughs> um, oh, so he's saying I shouldn't have done it. Got also, it. we have our VIP episode. Uh, that's going to be the beginning or mm, second second episode of November. If you want to become a VIP, there's two ways to do that. Patreon.com slash CAG podcast if you become a patron there. Uh, and then twitch.tv slash cross Atlantic game again. Uh, if you have a sub there, uh, it can be a Twitch Prime sub. It can be whatever type of sub. If you're subbed in both places, it's the buy to get one free special you get an extra drawing in the uh the monthly vip drawing uh and then as always we want to shout out our top tier contributor chaotic uh over at patreon thanks chaotic for all the support over over the years at this point uh if you want to catch up with us on social media twitter and instagram we are at cag podcast and lastly if you need to reach out via email for anything cag podcast at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of me i am at risky the kid everywhere Shopa, if the people want to find you, bug you, uh, any of that fun stuff, where can they find you? Or you can tell them, hey, I don't want to be found. Completely up uh, to no, you. No, if you want to bug me, come on over to at OMG Shopa everywhere. Uh, right. Twitter. Uh, All I the best I places. I have an Instagram now, too, which I made. But, yeah, no, I'll, <laughs> everywhere at OMG at Shopa. All right. And Waterloo, the social media god himself, if the people want to find oh. you, uh, just tell them to hit the road, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, if you want to find me, I would be very impressed. Um, if you want to, f- you might find me, but I won't find you. I'll tell you. He that. won't know you um, found him. <laughs> no, oh. uh, but it is Waterloo or Water Lewis, depending on where. But just go with Waterloo. You have a better chance finding your me best there. chance of finding him is to reach out to me. Uh, and then if you really <laughs> want to find him and maybe have him do some accents for you or something weird, uh, we can get him to do that. Yeah. We'll, we'll message him and he'll get back to us in three to four weeks. Three to five business yes. days. We had a <laughs> show pun. I had a little bet going how long it was going to take you to show up in the chat to start the podcast. And it was eight minutes. Eight minutes. Was I it eight that. after six? It was eight after okay. six. So well, it was our like, over under was six. So. Uh, yeah. And I was like, I bet you we'll get a message from him by six saying he doesn't know how to get into the chat room to talk. <laughs> Which you, you did have issues to be fair once you got in there. Yeah, you know. Hey, but, well, my thing is, I don't know. I could just no excuses. Say. No excuses. Play like a champion. Alrighty, thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Bye. Goodbye. See ya.
Who's there? Philip. Philip who? Philip, my bag with Halloween candy, please. Sorry, Moose isn't here. It's uh it's Halloween dad jokes. Uh, uh, so I thought I'd cover I'd cover for him. You got him? He's when the only does one a, doing it. When does a joke turn into a dad joke? I don't know. Is this a joke in itself? When it becomes apparent. <laughs> That's not too bad. Why is Peter Pan always flying? I don't know. He never lands. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> how do vampires get around on Halloween? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. On blood vessels. <laughs> Yikes. My wife told me to stop acting like a flamingo, so I had to put my foot down. Hey. Ouch. <laughs> I don't know if Lewis knows how this works. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I'm reading reading one here. Uh, how, how how did uh, oh. <coughs> how did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for Christmas? I don't know. He felt his presence. Oh, I'm gonna stop the podcast now.